test. Test. <clears throat> complicated most of the time. Even Google spell all your plants. Test, test, test note. You can just set that table right there. I think he just makes them up most of the time. Test, test, not working. Oh, you you were right. Hello, hello. I had, I, I, did, I lacked faith. I don't think it's... Let me know. I don't lean back a lot. Okay. <laughs> Hello, committee members. We were worried you were going to send out the highway patrol. <coughs> you should have. I, I was close to death on the highway. On the byway. What are you doing? The person who sits there and takes care of all my IT. So, okay. just before we even get started, so for four, that's part of the minutes. So I would suggest if you, even if you decide you don't want to speak, put in the card now because it's going to happen very quickly, and so it's not going to be after those other items. So that even if you change your mind, we won't hold it against you. Testing. This way, you don't miss it. Because really, the action for four is, part, is the minutes, so that's why I know it's confusing. This way, get it in and change your mind, but otherwise, you can still. This is very effective suddenly. <laughs> it's supposed to, yeah. Exactly. So you don't have to wait. Okay. Does anybody need an agenda? That's good to know. <laughs> Okay, I guess everybody's here. It's going to be here. Um, go ahead. Uh, good evening and welcome to tonight's meeting of the Design Review Committee. Uh, Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll? Member Cormain? Here. Okay. Member Kiesel? Here. Member Groudon? Here. Vice Chair Tomasello? Here. And Chair Antelman? Here. Okay, we have a quorum. Okay, uh, this is a time we set aside for public communications to talk about any item that is not on tonight's agenda. Madam Clerk, is there anyone who would like to speak uh, to us on any items that are not on the agenda? I have no public comment for public communications. Okay, and the next item, which is item number one, is a consent item, approval of the Design Review Committee August 16, 2023 meeting minutes. Uh, I need a motion of approval and a second. 
Is there any discussion, any corrections? Before we, before you jump into a motion, I do want to bring up item number four, which highlights um, a change that's being requested to the minutes. So um, in the last meeting when um, there was discussion about the Ocean Avenue apartment project, there was a conversation about the project going to the Planning Commission. That was incorrect. The municipal code requires that these types of design review projects that don't have um, that aren't in a form-based code area actually go to a director's hearing. So it was erroneously identified as um, moving on to planning commission. And so as a result, your motion to adopt that, or to make recommendations to the reviewing body mention the planning commission. Typically you just say, you know, we're making recommendations of X, Y, and Z, but you don't say to who. Um, so in this case, we just want to correct the record to show that this item will go to director's hearing, which is what is required by the municipal code. We're going to talk about that under item number four. So item number four really is recommending that you make these changes to the minutes. So it actually should have been rolled into the, the minute approval. Um, so we don't need to separately talk about it. This is something that we should discuss now because it relates to the motion that you need to make. Okay, because I'm kind of confused. When I read the code, I didn't, I didn't see that. Could you read the portion of the code? That sure. That says that we, we have to send that to the design director? Or yeah, so basically what the code says, it's a little uh, wonky, but I can pull that up and um, read it to you. Do we have to pull that item then? Pardon me? Do we have to pull that item from consent to discuss? Yeah, it doesn't seem like it should be in consent. You're correct. I mean, shouldn't we be dealing this, dealing with this as item number four? We um, can always come back and correct. So what we're asking is that we do this at the beginning of the meeting and roll item number four into the minutes since we are, we're making a motion on the minutes now. Um, this way we can move on to the other items. So this um, it effectively just got included as a staff communication, but it's related to this item. Does anybody have any objections? What justifies it as uh, a consent item? Yeah, I'm, I'm just totally confused. The whole so you can pull it off of consent to then discuss and include item number four as part of the conversation, and then you would it should you choose make an amended motion that would include any recommend recommendations to change the minutes okay i think that would be better to, to deal with it as item number four and then we can amend so what we're asking for you to do though is to to move it to discuss it now before the other items so what we do when you pull something from consent it goes immediately after the consent and not at the end so we're asking that you do that now so i i would move to pull the uh, approval of the uh, minutes from the consent agenda as a discussion item and move item four up. So therefore we... Oh, sorry about that. Um, so it would be kind of combined number one of the... Yeah. That's my understanding. That's what you're saying. We can have a conversation about it as a yeah. discussion item. We can take public comment and so forth. And the the actual um, the actual action is related to the minutes that is then being pulled off of consent. So you're taking the action as part of the minutes. Not you're not taking any action on item four. Item four is just informing the action that you're taking on the minutes. It should have been a memo attached to the minutes. Instead, it got included as a staff correspondence. So okay, then I'll second. Okay. 
that motion? It's so not, is that a motion? It's okay. not a motion. So what you're doing, the chair will pull it from consent to make it a formal item, and that formal item will then be discussed. And then in that, you will talk about number four. Okay, and we will pull it from consent. Okay, thank you. Okay, cool. Is that me? Is that my to uh, formal item number two, which is no. project 22. Is that nine? Seven. I, I don't know. No. Is yours nine? Did I give you the wrong one? I don't know. So when you pull it, you're going to, that will be the first item that you're going to discuss tonight. Oh, I thought we were going to do it as number four. No, you're just going to pull it. It's going to be the first item. Okay, and I'm oh. going to back up, and number four now is the first item. The, the minutes are the first item with number four, yes, that's correct. Okay, the so, staff have a presentation. Uh, I, I didn't prepare a formal presentation. We did have a memo explaining what happened. Um, basically, you know, upon review of the regulations and the project itself, it's determined that the municipal code, um, section 20... <laughs> Whoa, 545-030. We wanted better microphones. We got them. Uh, review process specifically says, if you look at the very first paragraph that was included, um, design review shall be categorized as major design review, minor design review, or historic design review. In this case, it's a Thank major you. design review. An application for major, minor, or historic design review shall require a complete application and payment of fees and shall be reviewed and acted upon by the director pursuant to section 24500060. And then it goes on to talk about administrative review for minor design review. But again, this is a major design review. So this is under the purview of the director, not the planning commission. I know there were a number of questions and I did want to address one specific comment that came up a number of times and it came up in the hearing. Um, there is a state law that requires that any units that are currently being occupied by low-income families or uh, tenants uh, be replaced with affordable housing units and that is something that we're working on verifying with the tenants and ultimately should there be any units that contain um, residents that meet the low income requirements those units would be replaced with um, affordable units on site so for example but you wouldn't you you couldn't um, they're not additive so right now the project is proposing two affordable units if let's say it was found that seven of the existing units contain low-income households we would be we would require that the project have seven affordable units I didn't want to dive into the technicalities but I wanted to say that for the public so you could hear that and for anyone watching at home that's a resident um, continue to contact us and you'll hear from the developers as well to verify that but I wanted to make sure that that was clear. I know there were a lot of concerns about the review process, and in the last hearing you heard me say a lot, hey, this is going to be reviewed by the Planning Commission. That same um, review occurs with the director, and the same findings that need to be made that would occur at Planning Commission for other types of projects would occur with the director. So I want to be clear that the scrutiny is still there and that that will occur. Uh, and a couple questions on my end. Uh, that also happens in a public hearing. That's correct. So the same noticing will occur to tenants and owners within a certain radius. There'll be public noticing on the site, and then the um, the agenda will be published as well. And then one additional clarifying question: um, If a project uh, has any other type of discretionary re review that does require planning commission, then design review would also 
rise to the Planning Commission as the decision-making body, is that correct? That's correct. So for example, something that's downtown in a form-based code area is always going to be kicked to Planning Commission, but in this case, with the changes that were made to the code a few years ago with streamlining, this is where things that just fall under design review just go to director's hearing. So it's it hasn't been a common occurrence in the past, but this is one of our, our first examples that fall under that. But if, for example, there were a, a variance or some other type of zoning modification that were needed in order to accommodate that proposed project, I understand it's still in the, re the completeness review process. Um, if one of those additional discretionary approvals is necessary, that may require planning commission approval. That's correct. You, whatever the highest le authority is, you would kick it to that um, that group. In this case, there's no variances, modifications, waivers, that sort. It's just um, you know density bonus law um, related concessions and waivers, okay. which are separate from that. When I read the code, maybe I didn't read the right one. I thought it was the number of units that dictated what went to the planning commission, what went to. So in this, in this case, and um, you know the way that it's written in the code section that we provided, uh, and this is in 24545030, um, this is just the design review for this project. So in this case, all of these major design reviews um, for new development that adds five or more units, and in this case they're adding that, that's still considered a major design review and would just go to director's hearing. Again, if there's form-based code or anything like that, then it kicks it into um, a, a permit that typically goes to planning commission. Do any of the DRC members need any further clarification or questions? I think we have some speakers from the public as well, is that correct? Yeah, I, well, if you're I'm ready. treating you as the applicant on this. Okay, so if, uh, if we have no further questions, then uh, is there anybody here tonight that wishes to speak on this topic? I have two public speakers for item number one. First is... Four as well, wrapped in there. Yeah, I got it. First is Glenn Overlay, and next will be Elaine Shaw. This one, here. And you have, we'll have three minutes for public comment. This is gonna be really, really short. You all on this DRC committee are the brightest, most intelligent people in this room, I would assume, because you're the ones that are gonna follow up what happens on design, whether meets architectural needs, landscape needs, et cetera. But what I'm gonna tell you is something you may not have thought about. Your minutes are your minutes. If, if the planning committee, the, the CDC, or if they're asking you to change those, you can't do it by law. Those are accurate record of what happened at that meeting. Now, if they want you to take action on another item, such as item number four, then you have to do that separately. But if the minutes accurately reflect what you did on the 16th of August, then you must approve those minutes as is. You can't add things. And if you go back and look at the staff report, I've only had a few minutes looking at this thing. It's pretty clear to me. The staff report was very clear to this committee that you were going to send this to the Planning Commission. They didn't say anything else but the Planning Commission. They said it in two paragraphs. They were pretty clear. 
And this committee did exactly what they were told to do. Now, I would, I would say this, that this committee should be able to point it the direction they want it to go. And that particular project on ocean is a sore thumb. I, I love the look of it, but its massing is big. The overall size is big for that neighborhood, but the building itself is pretty. I mean, I, I won't deny that. But the minutes are the minutes. You're not gonna change those tonight because that was not included back on the 16th and that's what you're reporting on. Any action that takes place tonight is a separate action. And then one, one other thing, I drove by there the last couple days. There was no signage to say there was a meeting tonight. I got a call from a friend talking about it and that's the only reason I'm here. I hope you do the right thing, the legal thing, and approve the minutes as is, and any other action you take is related to action number four. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, I ask a question. Yep. Okay, can you wait till public comment or? Is the question directed? No, our... it's directed towards our entire meeting. Okay, we, but can we... we just finish our public comment or? Well, yeah, but we, we generally have Almost always, every meeting I've been to, we have an attorney present, and we don't tonight. And I just oh, yeah, where is why. Monica? Unfortunately, we do not is, have an attorney present this evening. I have is that okay? I mean, is that Yes, we legally can hold this committee present? meeting without an attorney. Unfortunately, we don't have one present today. It is very Sorry. unfortunate, but there is uh, no legal requirement for us to have an attorney present today. Otherwise, we would have canceled the meeting. Okay, Sorry. Elaine Shaw. My name is Eileen Shaw, and I'm a member of Livable Ventura. Good evening. I urge you to keep your original motion in place to send the 1829 Ocean Avenue project to the Planning Commission for review. This is a huge project with many complicated legal issues that require review by the planning commissioners and not just a precedent-setting decision by one staff member. Many of these important issues were brought up by all of you during the DRC meeting on August 16th. You were repeatedly told by staff that these topics would be evaluated by the planning commission, and they should be. At the August meeting, you heard public comments from one of the residents of a cottage on this property. I urge you to think of the single mother and local business owner who stood up here and cried because she knows she will be forced to leave her home of 20 years. She deserves to know that the appointed planning commissioners did their due diligence and respected your comments, questions, and recommendations enough to ensure that they were explored, examined, and executed properly. Some of the critical issues that need their attention would be density bonus law, accessory dwelling units, the fire department report, building height, which you changed from 42 to 28 feet, historical resources assessment, and the coastal development permit. Can you please put up my slide? When the permanent streamlining order was presented by the community development department, 
the public and land use committees and commissions were repeatedly reassured that major design review projects would go from the DRC to the PC for final approval. People were concerned that major projects would be sent to one person, the director, for approval. Well, here we are. As it is, the public will have a mere three business days to review this project after the final staff report is released, and something of this magnitude deserves the time and attention that our land use professionals on the Planning Commission can devote to it, just as you all did. This is the moment, and I urge you to stand by your original motion and send the 1829 Ocean Avenue project to the Planning Commission for further review. Thank you. We're, I mean, they're combined. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. So I, this is a real easy one. So when you, when you look at what has happened when we've had administrative reviews, and this is nothing against Peter Gilly. I think he did some good things in our community. But if you look back at the compressor station in District 1, that was an admin review. Look where we're at with that. That's the danger of one person reviewing something. You saw the nuances with this project. This really needs to go to the Planning Commission. And what Eileen showed you is proof that you guys have the power to do that. Staff doesn't control you in that way. You control your own board. I appreciate your time for serving on this committee. Thank you. Thank you. So if the minutes are correct, we're, we're not going to change them. So what you can do is add a, a note that, um, you know, in error, the Planning Commission was mentioned, and it is uh, the recommendation is forwarded to the director's hearing. I, I totally understand where they're coming from. We can correct minutes in this way. Our attorneys are telling us we absolutely can correct them this way. But as an alternative to work around that, you can certainly make a note that clarifies it and it doesn't change the minutes and they'll, they'll yeah, an attorney present. yeah i'm not willing to do that um, I, i'm not either I, I'm, I'm i'm confused a you know if we should have the attorney because yeah. and it's true this is what we discussed last week if anything it should come back to us for consideration again to make a, another motion but so that's actually, so you're making a recommendation that's not a formal, frankly, legal recommendation as part of our code. Um, and I, I want to be clear about this chart. Um, this falls under the center column. Any development permit that is compliant or with minor variance slash warrant, which, as you can see in that top center, goes to a staff hearing, which in this case is director's hearing. So it is doing exactly what that says. Um, there is no ability for the um, DRC to kick this to planning commission. So there's no legal ability for you to say, you know what, we want this to go to planning commission. If there was, we would be discussing that. But there is no ability for this body to move it to planning commission. We have to follow what the law says. So 
regardless of what the minutes say, and this is from legal, this will go to a director's hearing next. That is the process that we have to follow per the municipal code. So if I'm understanding, this is basically, basically just a technicality. Absolutely, unfortunately. Okay, so where are we in this meeting? Are we deliberating? We're deliberating. Okay, so I'm gonna, I, the first speaker has basically said how I feel. Our meeting minutes are our meeting minutes. If they want to change it on a technicality and override us, okay, fine. But our meeting minutes are our meeting minutes. We were presented this project as a as going to planning commission, and those are our meeting minutes. And that's what that I, that's the only way that I'll buy off on the the, the meeting minutes. We well, have the option of making a motion to approve. Okay, then I'll make a motion to approve the meeting minutes as written. Second. I do have, uh, but, but I don't think it's in. I don't think it's that anymore because I think four has been put into one. So I don't. I don't understand how it goes, and that's why I'd, you know, I would really like. I have questions for the attorney, not hearsay from the attorney, but actually for from the attorney. We, can, we could also we could also table this. Yeah, we can also. You're, continue. you're welcome I, I, to I, I ask would, the questions. I'm happy to answer. I I have um, questions for the attorney though. I totally understand. Yeah, Today there is no attorney at present at this no, meeting, okay. so. So a couple of clarifying questions on my side. So is there any risk of tabling, the, continuing this item to the next hearing where we can get some additional clarity on this? As I understand, the project is not deemed complete, is not ready to go to a director's hearing if that's the next appropriate body. You're effectively just not moving your minutes forward, but yeah, it doesn't change the they're still incomplete. They're still working their way through the process. Is it possible to move a portion of our minutes forward? Um, you, you certainly can do what you'd like to do. I would not recommend it. I'd either recommend to, to take it all in one action, which however direction you want to go in. If you wanted to table this, what additional information would you like to see at the next meeting that would help make a decision for you? It's confusing to me. Um, you know, making a, a motion to change our our recommendation or our motion um, without it potentially being noticed or something, and and so I think just making sure that we're we're okay on, in that front, and maybe you know you are giving us that that uh, assurance. Um, that's that's one for me, um, and it sounds like maybe others as well. So it. it Rather than move it forward um, prematurely, it, it sounds like maybe a continuance would make everybody feel a little bit more comfortable in, in the direction that we go. Because I know that there's been a lot of supplemental information coming out about this, obviously public comment, um, kind of in the, just within the last 24 or 48 hours on this. You know, the, the public comment that we received is definitely related to the, the process itself. I, th I think one of the key things to highlight is that, again, the outcome for this project is that it's going to director's hearing, whatever direction you want to move in. The clarification of your motion doesn't require reopening the public hearing. It doesn't require re-noticing. You're not changing your action. Um, your action is to make a recommendation you know, with the comments that you did, regardless of the reviewing body. For example, if 
it goes to um, director's hearing, they, that director has your same comments that the planning commission would consider. If this item was appealed, those same comments would be forwarded to that appeal body, which is not the planning commission, it's the city council. So this will never go to the planning commission. So those are things that we clarified right away with our attorneys. I recognize they're not here, but they have assured us that this is the correct process and that we're taking the right action and steps to make sure that this is clarified. I one, one thing that I don't feel comfortable with is making a recommendation to anybody until an application is complete because I think until that point, the project could change, right? And so Certainly, I, and so I think that you bring up an excellent point that our process has been to bring things that are incomplete to the DRC to get comments as early as possible so as to influence the design of the project. And I think unfortunately, some of the outcomes of that are coming too early. And so we've discussed kind of going back to the previous process and you know it's up for discussion which is at, you know do we come to the DRC with projects that are only fully complete i would say that it would change the timeline pretty extensively for some projects that take quite a long time to actually get themselves into a complete status well if we knew this was going to the director we might have asked different questions we might have had some other things that we would have considered if we knew it was going that route how so? What do you think that you might? I'm just curious, so we can help to have these well, discussions. I don't in the want to rehash the whole presentation and go through it, but it might have changed our, our outcome in some way. Does the director? So a lot of times in codes, I don't know if this is the case for City of Ventura, but um, if something is at the director level. Uh, or at Planning Commission, there's the ability for that decision-making body to kind of kick it up to the next in certain situations. Does that exist in our, in our code? No. So, again, that would be a place where, in some cases, you know, the uh, design review subcommittees will sometimes make those recommendations to do that. That doesn't exist here. Not for DRC, but for the actual deci decision. No, so the, the director wouldn't push it to planning commission. It would go to the director per our requirements, and then should it be appealed, it would go to count straight to council. Yet for minor design review, the director does have the ability to add the discretion to send it to DRC. To say that's correct. Yeah. So there is discretion about what goes to DRC in the code where it can't. It doesn't have to. And you can see, for example, I think this is actually a really good example where projects that have historic design review will go to the HPC, but we typically also bring them to DRC, not entirely required, but something that is discretionary and allowed by the director to do. So basically what you're saying, it doesn't really matter what we do, it's going to the director for review. That's correct. The, the code requires us to take that process. We wanted to make sure that the minutes reflected that your, um, that your recommendation was erroneously sent to the Planning Commission and it should be sent to the director. That, di that didn't happen at the meeting. Yeah. Well, we do have a motion and a second. Do you want to withdraw your second, Curtis? I didn't hear it. Is it a second to my motion? Yeah. Uh, no. That was so long ago, you might want to restate your motion. Uh, I think Let's go ahead and approve the uh, oh, Well, my, mo my motion was to approve the minutes as written and as presented. Okay, and we have a second. So, Madam Clerk, would you please call the roll? Um, go ahead. Go. Are there no other comments on any other minutes? 
Oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we have, there's other minutes. <laughs> um, I don't have any. I've reviewed them and I don't. No, I don't have any. I, I, I noticed a potential typo in the minutes for item three. I believe it's the ninth bullet down. I was not the maker of the motion, but it was, uh, the language was storefront to align with the regulates, and I wasn't sure if that is intended to be regulates. It's regulates, that's correct. I was okay with it because it kind of, I thought it explained it. Okay. Because it says regular joints, but it is a regulate joint because they, I think, you can't really tell because it's an incomplete um, uh, drawing, but I think they had regulate joints and I was trying to have them aligned to it. So if we can, that, I do agree that it should be reg, quote unquote regulate. And it's R-E-G-L-E-T. So I can make a amendment to my motion to to accept it as written with regulate joints, not whatever, what was it? Regulates joints? Regulates joints? Technically, we misspelled massing as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we, I guess, call the, the roll, I'm, I'm wondering as a course of practice uh, in our motions, if we should refrain from specifying a specific body until a, uh, an application is officially deemed complete and there is that, you know, it is official that it is going to a specific hearing body. And so in our motion, we would say to, you know, a recommendation to approve or deny or whatever it is uh, to the appropriate decision-making authority rather than specifying one or the other. Uh, if we were to make any changes to the motion related to the Planning Commission reference, I, I would support something like that. I think it's an appropriate change, or we can just confirm when we're discussing. Well, I think you bring up a good point that before the application is complete, off, and even after it's complete, oftentimes things change. And I think, thank you for bringing this up. Actually, I love this. I'm going to use this chart all the time now. Um, you know, it, for example, when you're looking at the top row, um, a project that's a any development permit with a major variance would come in. They have a major variance. We're going to take it to PC. You make recommendations to them that suddenly. Um, rolls back the variance and they don't need the variance anymore and it becomes a minor variance or no variance and in that case now it's going to director's hearing. So we see these changes occur often enough, particularly pre-completeness, but I think overall, you know, obviously we want to convey what the process is and once the project is complete we have a better idea of that. When they do change, these things happen. Um, I think saying reviewing body is very helpful in the future, and, and again, we will do our best to continue to help you understand what the next steps are for projects as we understand them at the time. Does keeping our motion as planning commission hurt in any way? Our understanding is no. That we're still, uh, legally we have to take it to director's hearing, so again, you made a recommendation We'll, we will mention in, you know, in our director staff report that the recommendation was to planning commission, but that it was erroneously to planning commission and those recommendations are still being forward to the director as the reviewing body. So it, it wouldn't preclude those recommendations from moving forward. So we do have the amendment and the corrections. Regulate and massing, go ahead. I have a correction for item number two. 
Um, this has to do with the, it was called out as um, reinforced permeable concrete. What that should be reading is, um, the best way to say it is, open cell concrete pavers. Open cell concrete pavers. Yeah, open cell, so you, they put the gravel in the cells, so open cell concrete. Okay. So my motion can be amended to say open cell as well. He's called the roll. Okay. Member Cormain? Yes. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Groudon? Yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? Yes. Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. Thank All right, you. so we can move forward to two now. Okay. I also have a request. Um, I don't believe my applicants for AutoZone are here just yet. They had emailed me earlier. They're stuck in traffic. If we could rearrange the agenda to have um, the Citrus self-storage first, that would be great. We can take this afterwards. I, I, I listened to the video like six times and I heard corner, quarter. I mean, it's really we're, difficult to Heather, do these motions. We're not, we're not entertaining right now. Okay. Then, uh, we're going to move forward to item number three. Uh, yes. Two. Correct. Okay, item number three is project 2202247, Citrus Storage Major Design Review, located at 5960 Valentine Road. Okay, um, staff. Uh, okay. Do we have any ex parte communication on this item? Okay, if there's no ex parte, then uh, we'll move forward with staff presentation. Good evening. I'm Taylor Hernball. I This is my first ERC meeting, so nice to meet you all. Um, so the agenda item here, item number three, is Citrus Self-Storage. As a request for a design review for a new self-storage facility at 5960 Valentine Road. So it's located off of uh, South Victoria Avenue on Valentine. It's within the North Bank community, um, directly south of the La Quinta Inn. Uh, zoning is primarily M1 with, um, just in kind of the upper corner there, um, a small portion being zoned C2. That's uh, going to be, I believe, completely, not I believe, sorry. <laughs> it will be um, completely occupied by a landscaped uh, retention basin. Um, the remainder of the site, of course, being M1. Slide, and this is um, the land use designation here. That's industrial for the site. Um, adjacent uses uh, include another self-storage facility, gas station, hotel, of course, uh, automotive-related businesses, sales, um, repair, and a few other sort of automotive-related businesses. Next slide, please. So the Prozum project is a nine building, 113,926 square foot, one and two story self storage facility. 
uh, with a 3,628 square foot two-story combined office and manager's unit, office downstairs, and of course manager's unit up above. Um, so the buildings range from 12 feet at the shortest to 28 feet um, for the tallest two-story buildings. And uh, they propose 658 total units, ranging from 25 square feet to 280. And access to the upper floors for those two-story buildings, which are A2 and E, on the site plan there, are provided by stairways and an elevator. Um, for each of those, and access is taken off of Valentine Road. Uh, parking spaces are provided throughout the site, um, with the majority of the customer spaces located around those central buildings, I and H, um, with a few spaces um, by that office up front. And uh, parking for the manager's unit is accommodated via a attached two-car garage, so on that first story. And so this kind of just summarizes it here, and this is a close-up of the um, front portion of the site. Um, 71 total parking spaces, and again, most of those being located around those two central buildings. Next slide, please. So but we have the elevations for the combined office and manager's unit. Um, the building design incorporates a variety of building finishes, including uh, precision concrete blocks, stucco, and vertical metal siding for accent. Uh, the earth tone color palette's accented with a medium dark royal blue um, on the awnings and garage door to match um, the doors and transoms for the storage buildings. Um, there are ample windows in that front, um, front facing office building, um, metal canopies, uh, varied uh, textures to break up the vertical wall planes and contribute to um, sort of pedestrian scale design, just as viewed from the building frontage, um, as much as possible, of course, for a storage facility. Slide, please. So um, buildings A1 and A2, these are the, um, yes, sorry, <laughs> a little hard to see up there. So um, these are the elevations for buildings A1 and 2, um, just past the entrance, and you'll see those metal roll-up doors and transoms, the same um, royal blue, which is tough to see from this particular elevation. Um, textured CMU base, uh, decorative banding present on the main office building are also incorporated into these um, storage buildings behind. Um, and so the additional storage buildings on site uh, receive similar treatment. Um, they have projections and door pilasters that add variation um, to depth and some slight variation to roofline. Um, just to break up that horizontal space there. Um, let's see here. Oh, cool. So the project consists of a 15,692 square foot. Oh, so sorry, wrong slide. I apologize. Notes left over from a previous one. Um, these are, and they're a little hard to see here. Okay, so now we have uh, the facades of buildings E, D, and F, south elevations. You can see the um, slight variation in height and depth um, provided along the side just to add a bit of interest. Next slide, please. And so uh, total site landscape um, would be 15,618 square feet total landscape area, um, and in addition that um, retention basin of 15,992 square feet. Um, Brisbane Box and Australian Willow on the northeast and west property lines, or along, not quite on the property lines, but along the um, building perimeter. Uh, then up front, shrubs, succulents, and ground cover. Um, and we did encourage them to emphasize, emphasize sort of variety of plant um, species and varying heights. Um, 
texture is up at the front sort of Valentine entrance, at the main sort of access to the site. Let's see. Next slide here, we just have a kind of um, larger version of that site plan there. You can see the trees around the perimeter. Um, this cuts off the very front of the site, but that's um, down below. You can see a little bit of the detail for the front office um, landscaping and landscaping the front entrance. Please. Oops. So the project site's not located in any form-based code area, not within the downtown specific plan, midtown corridors. Um, so 1997 and 2008 design guidelines would apply in this case. Um, some of the guidelines and standards that we believe, or staff um, believes this project does achieve would be uh, mass breaks and articulation, vertical features, um, projections as we discussed, um, height, material, and color variation, again, to the degree possible in a self-storage facility, um, screening of rooftop equipment, which will be required and not detailed here, but is required. Um, windows and doors are properly scaled to the building elevation on which they occur, especially for that front office building. Um, for the 2008 design guidelines, we uh, they do provide a buffer between vehicles and pedestrians, again, to the extent possible on site, and uh, do use drought-tolerant plants. So um, staff recommends a design review committee uh, recommend that the director approve the design review um, with any recommendations as deemed appropriate. Do any of the DRC members have questions for staff? I do. Um, you may have addressed this, but I had a little bit of difficult time hearing you. I don't have the best hearing. Um, on the plans, it's showing what appears to be like a, um, a cul-de-sac type turnaround, but on the in the map, it appears that the that Valentine goes through. Is the are the drawings correct? And I apologize. You said that on the drawings, it has the cul-de-sac versus. I see. On, this draw, on that on, sheet on, there. On this drawing here, it's showing that this. It, it, does the street not go through there? The it doesn't. Yeah. It is a cul-de-sac. It does that end. Okay. Yeah. So the map, the the aerial map. And I believe one of the sheets there does have. Sorry about that. I apologize. Yeah, I think I believe one of the sheets. I if I remember correctly, one of the sheets does have uh, photos of the street in that area. So you can see that it does um, cul-de-sac at the end there. So it ends there, but it doesn't have that 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 type of uh, cul-de-sac type of situation. I see. Um, is that yeah, is that part of proposed. is that part of is that proposed? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Second um, second question question on the the adjacencies on one side we've got the railroad tracks, the other side it's um, the the La Quinta or whatever it is, and then on the back side is the is uh, retention base. Yeah, okay, so the only frontage that's actually on a street, but it's a cul-de-sac, is on Valentine. That's correct. Okay, thank you. Any additional questions? If not, is the applicant present? You'd like to make a presentation? Yes. Perfectly simple. Um, we purchased the property from... Sir? Oh, I'm sorry. Microphone? Microphone? Yeah, if you, want, you can come sit up here at the table. Okay, that's probably easier. 
My name is William Kendall. I'm the general partner for the partnership. Um, we purchased, uh, first of all, we own about a million square feet of self-storages in the tri-counties, um, including Ventura Harbor self-storage, Johnson Drive self-storage, and Ventura Avenue self-storage. So we're very familiar with building these things within the city. We've built about 40 industrial commercial buildings also on Market Street. So I don't know any of you, you're all new faces, but <coughs> we haven't been here for a while. Most of our new projects are Pismo Beach, Royal Grande, you know, north, north of here. Um, in 1985, we purchased the building from Sunkist. It's an old packing house. It's kind of worn out now. It's falling apart. Uh, we've had to move a lot of tenants out because the ceilings are falling in. So dealing with the city fire marshal, they've said that they wouldn't fight a fire here. So it's time to repurpose the building to something that's useful. Um, it's in an area that's not trafficked. It's in an area that doesn't really have any residential association with it. So it's a very low traffic use. Um, one of my friends built ultra self-storage right behind it. So he's been up and running for about five years or more, I believe. There's a good demographic demand for it, and it's a good place to put it. Um, the project that we propose uh, is pretty much like the one we just completed in Pismo Beach. Uh, it filled up in less than 12, 12 months. And uh, I'm here to answer any questions that you have about self-storage demand. <laughs> um, you said repurpose. Are you utilizing parts of the old building? Um, the problem right now, we used to be able to use a lot of the lumber and a lot of the, uh, a lot of the stuff that we demo out of the buildings. Um, with the new uh, laws and stuff, it's very difficult. They want us to you know, take and the demolish, and um, I mean our, our expense of taking it down will be over half a million dollars. Um, the wood in there is, is amazing. It's, you know, you've got... 14 inch by 14 inch beams throughout the thing, which there's probably a thousand of them. So, do you know when, when that was built, the original building? Uh, parts of it, uh, the, the very por first portion of it is brick, and that was built in 1949. <coughs> the next part of it, which was the portion that with the cupolas behind it, uh, built in 1959, and the rest of the buildings from 63 to probably 68 was the last. I've never seen that building. Yeah, you're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, you have um, gates and fences. Right. What are those materials? I'm sorry, I can't find the it. The perimeter is a six-foot uh, chain-link fence around it with all of the openings uh, with eight-foot uh, wrought iron, uh, galvanized wrought iron. Right, at the, at the entrance. At, uh, yeah, and there's a gated entrance at the front. We also will improve the whole cul-de-sac right now for us and Taft. I mean, Taft uses that as their supply base. So they've, they've got their build, uh, metal building that's on the other side of the railroad tracks, which is why you don't want traffic down there. You know, you have to cross one of the main lines of the, of the railroad. Thank you. Any other questions? I, I did you guys, uh, you know, doing all these storage buildings, um, they typically are kind of out of the way and, and whatnot. In this particular one, you, you're kind of a little down there and if, for the freeway and whatnot. You can kind of see the roofs. 
right. a little bit. Uh, did you give any attention to, to the roofs? And was there any consideration for maybe making those like green roofs potentially? Um, um, we could do a color, a color roof if you want, if that's something that's desired. I don't know. The architect's in Utah, so I don't, mm. couldn't be here today. But right, typically it's a flat sloped roof and it can be whatever color that the um, DRC decides. By green, I believe you mean planted. Yes, uh, I mean by plant, oh. planted roofs. No, that's, that's a, the recipe for disaster. The metal, uh, like the one in the Ventura Harbor, we have 130,000 square feet down there and we've had to replace sections of the roof no matter how thick the metal is and no matter what you treat it with anything that's that close to the ocean, which citrus is also that close to the ocean, is going to have, you know, maybe a 15, 16 year life. And then if you put plants on it, <laughs> no, that won't work. That's pretty standard practice in Europe to do that, and yeah. it works. Where they've already have land. <laughs> right, so, since you're on the roof plan, there is no roof, uh, roof plan shown here. I don't know, I mean, he would have. For the house. So we have. Is there okay? So how is the roof being drained? What's that? How is the roof being drained? Oh, it's all sloped to gutter system. The gutter system is um, with uh, downspouts directly into a pipe system that goes to the retention basin. Okay, and those drawings are shown where? Excuse me? The, the details for the, the gutter and downspouts. The drainage system? Yeah. You typically don't show those on um, an ARB. We do. Yeah, we do ask for those details. We can do. We can supply that. I mean, this is not a highly visible building. Generally speaking, I like internal roof drains. Yeah. Uh, in this situation, I don't. I, I don't think it's necessary. But I'd still like to see some details on that and know what the materials are. Okay. Tony, any questions? Um, or is there any mechanical equipment on, on the roofs? No. Are you it's, ventilated uh, or anything? Fire sprinklers that are all internal, so they come up. Um, the risers are all on the ends of the buildings, hidden away from view, and then all of the stuff is internal through the metal walls. And these aren't ventilated um, storage areas or they're, anything like they're that? They have um, requirements for ventilation, fans in all of the doors. Fans, but okay. But other than that. No AC units on the roof. There's no reason for like air that. conditioning here. In Ojai, our project there is air conditioned in the hallways, and Paso Robles the same just because they have temperatures exceeding 100 degrees, and you want to cook people's stuff. So at this point in time, this is a built-up roof with gravel yeah. on it? No, this is just a flat metal roof. Okay. And it could be colored. It can be colored, yeah. Um, the, the metal colors for the doors and stuff um, are on. Um, there's a metal awning color and then the uh, metal doors and then um, everything is split based block with the, the beige colors. So we could do a beige roof. We could do, there's a, a myriad of colors that um, make a roof does and do that. Like Pismo Beach is all green. All green roofs is what they required up there. What do you say? Uh, is it a, the color green or it's a, a light shade? It's a, it's a really dark green. It's like a, it's a really dark green. green. Yeah. Oh, interesting. have a high albedo. Right. You, yeah. A lighter color. Lighter color. Yeah. So you could do. We could do a beige roof if that's something that would be. It's also um, less reflective. Right. 
Um, I mean, really, the, for me, the only real public viewpoint opportunity is kind of from the Victoria Bridge. Um, would it be possible to, it, it looks like those Brisbane box trees get fairly large, it looks like. Um, they do, uh, they do. I don't know what, I mean, again, I'm not the landscape architect. Yeah. They do get fairly um, large. I don't know if you're talking 20 feet or 50 feet. Mm -hmm. um, just screening considerations, maybe, um, you know, question my colleague, the landscape architect on the, on the committee. Yeah, you're, you're asking, we're still in asking, so we're yes. asking. Questions. questions. Um, yeah, they, they get decent size, the Brisbane um, box. Can I remind everyone to talk into your mic, please? Oh. Thank you. They changed the name on it, the scientific name. Right now, there's no landscaping on the site right now. It's, it's pretty devoid of stuff other than uh, a lot of graffiti that shows up occasionally. By the way, against the um, railroad tracks, mm -hmm. do you have a chain link fence there or are the yes. buildings back up to it? Okay. There's a chain link fence on the property line and then uh, inset from that is between the buildings, there's a wrought iron eight foot um, galvanized steel fence also. Can you get behind the, between the building and the fence? Yeah, I think there's a four foot um, walkway yeah. there. It's, and it's going to be uh, graveled between that area. One of my favorite things going on train down to LA, seeing all the buildings with graffiti on them. <laughs> as you want to know. We hope that's Don't <laughs> want that inventory. We hope that's not going to happen on this thing. Um, on the lighting plan, it looks like you've got a spec there. It looks like it's all uh, just the wall-mounted lights that are facing down. Are there any other potential areas that will need to be lit that maybe aren't shown here? Um, our operational hours are from 7 in the morning till 7 at night, so we get everybody off the property by 7. So the down lighting is all on the wall pack, so there's no other lighting that's, that's on the buildings that will show on the street, okay. especially on uh, Victoria. How, how wide is that planter there where you have the trees on that side? On the uh, north side of the building? Correct. I believe it's 28 feet. Is the width? Is the width? That's what, I, yeah, that's what the architect told me. North side or west side? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the north side. Yeah, the north side. The, the north side. It looks that like five feet. It looks yeah. It's, but if you look at the planting plan, it's it's much wider. Why is it different? Let's see. It's um, sixteen. So you're right. It's about it's about nine to ten feet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 
it's wider as you get closer to the front of the building where the residence is. You're it's the portion behind like right, yeah that's, that's the that's yeah. the narrow part and then it's wider at the victoria there it's yeah you are showing windows what, what is the material of the windows it's um a reflective glaze no, like a, oh, a no, frame nice. window frame window frame yes is the glaze yes a glazed yeah. metal wood it's metal. No, everything on the is either metal or metal stucco or okay. uh, concrete block. And are they recessed? The windows? Yes. On the residence? Yes. Yes. If you, you can see the the uh, windows for the office and the residence. So in this particular building, you're going to have internal roof drains, or are you going to actually, how are you going to get the water off? All of the, all of the drains on the, this one are inside, so they're all inside those walls. So these are all internal? Everything okay. internal, so you won't see and everything roof on the actual storage units. Will be external. Gutter. Yeah, that's right, okay. That's, that makes sense. <coughs> and they're meant to be dented by U-Haul trucks. <laughs> I'm sure you replace a lot of those that's all over we time. Replace. And I noticed they never put ballards by the, do you ever people run we into the doors? Do the, we do all the, the ballards we put by all of the risers, sprinkler risers, by all of the um, fire hydrants. Um, we particularly use split-face block because when people ram split-face block with a U-Haul, mm -hmm. it's still split-face block. <laughs> <laughs> so it still remains the same, the same type of stuff. So we've, we've avoided building any buildings out of metal anymore because the metal just, within a year, it's all dented. Yeah, you can tell you've been doing this for a while. We've been doing it. We have uh, about, let's see, about a million square feet of self-storage. We have about 10,000 tenants. And I don't know why. <laughs> it's, the business is just, <coughs> starting with apartments and then going to this, I was just amazed that people oh. store stuff. Nobody wants to throw anything out. Any additional questions? No further questions. Not? Okay, then we'll we'll move on. Uh, do we have anybody here that? Uh, we have no public comment on this item. Okay. Uh, since there's no public comment, then uh, we can move into deliberation and discussion. Anyone have any concerns that they want to address or? I have comments. Comments. Okay. E, F, G, A, two, A, one. All of the south sides are an incredible canvas for graffiti, and you will get to enjoy that on your on your train trip. I guarantee it. No. I'd even support it, actually. Isn't Bougainvillea the, the best solution for? No, that? just let them let them paint. <laughs> Pay for some good ones. Anything you'd like to uh, add? Don't do that anymore. I would go canvas. No, I, I think the lighter roof would be fine. I mean, that could be addressed in a motion. Yeah. For a light colored roof. Yeah. 
What, what, what was that? I'm sorry. The lighter, the the lighter oh, colors. Lighter color. the, the light beige or gray. I, I, maybe a, a little bit of a deliberation on this part, but going back to the whole green rose, I, I understand there's a cost to that, to do that, right? To do a living green roof. But it just seems like, especially having done a lot more research on this subject, looking again to Europe, for example, Germany, I mean, so many of their, their infrastructure, it's like a requirement now, and it's, it's, it makes a big difference, um, especially in buildings like this. Now, I, I get it, it's storage. Leaking could be an, an issue, but it is pretty much with any structure, ultimately. Um, I, you know, I guess as you can, it's not a requirement, you could recommend it, right? Or what, is, is the city moving in this direction at all? I mean, it just seems like it's, again, it's, a, it's these projects keep coming up and it's a missed opportunity I, I keep seeing. And um, a lot of times I don't mention anything, but I'm kind of going back to it right now because this seems like, again, a perfect candidate for that. I'd like to see a workshop where we can discuss mm -hmm. green roots and the possibility of uh, incorporating them, incorporating them into uh, Ventura designs. Uh, we at least discuss it and address the issues and maybe come up with some recommendations. Is that something that's possible? I have a workshop. Potentially in the future. It, 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 the issue is not that it, whether it can be done. The, the applicant's erroneous in that sense um, that his comment was. Uh, they can be done. I've done them. Right. On the water, two blocks from the water, a mile from the water, doing them all the time. The real issue is cost. I understand. And that's, and that's it. It's, it's not much in the way of maintenance. Um, yes, there might be some, but we, our green roofs are just left basically alone. Um, and they actually insulate the building way better, so there's a lot of properties about a green roof that are better for the building, better for, for conditions inside of the building. So that's not the argument. The argument really is that Ventura doesn't push it right now. And um, I don't think it's within our purview to, to up somebody's cost uh, to the building. But I mean, I, I, I would love to see that thing be a green roof because then when, you're, when you are flying by and you can see it and from, from the freeway, you're gonna see it for that split second, but it's gonna be a cool roof. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case at a self-storage unit. No, I understand. It's also it's up to for habitat. And, you know, obviously temperature control is, you know, th things keep getting hotter, although Ventura's not really experiencing that much now, maybe more so in the future. So at the very least, a reflective roof, I guess the white would probably be a better um, solution because at least you're getting the reflectivity as opposed to the darker. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd like to encourage the applicant to consider that, do a little bit of research on green roofs, and, and maybe you might find that there's uh, certain advantages for you in your next project. Yeah, and there's a lot of green Ford people out there that would probably want to use this building. They knew there was a green roof on it, just saying. Uh, Maybe like a tent? <laughs> I think he's, it sounds like he has enough customers, he's not worried about that. But um, anyway, that, that was just more of a discussion. I'm not going to recommend it. But um, I, I would recommend, though, in this case, the, so the, that one area, that strip, you go from 6 to 10 
I finally saw the dimensions there. And then you got 20 on this side. You're kind of next to that retention basin, which is interesting to me because I kind of live in that neighborhood. Um, and um, right there in the hotel, no, just kidding. Um, and right, right there, you, you do see they, they stack a lot of, of wood in there, and it, it gets quite, somebody's using it. I, I, know, I had no idea it was actually. Yeah, but with that being said, I, I see this would be a great opportunity too, being kind of out of the way to incorporate more native plant material than what I'm seeing here. You are some of it, and some of these plants are seeing uh, their moderate use, like the phoenix, the date, the pygmy date palm. I would um, discourage using anything like that. Again, use more natives. You could use plane trees or, uh, excuse me, sycamores along that one section of Victoria. I think that would also help kind of screen the building. Um, you could use things like desert willows, maybe in some Is that on purpose? Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think and, 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 you know, native grasses, too, I think, uh, like Mullenbergia would be a, a really, this would be a really good candidate for that. And, again, I probably vines along the walls to, again, discourage graffiti. Okay, well, I think we're at the point where we, someone could do a motion and mm -hmm. incorporate some of the ideas that have been expressed. Uh, so far, what I've heard is light-colored leaf light gray, and you have some comments concerning vines and native plants. So need somebody to wrap that up. Okay, I'll, I'll make the motion to, let me get this right, send it forward, period. Okay. Wherever it needs to go, okay. send it forward. <laughs> Wherever it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, with the, um, basically with our approval, um, with a, uh, placing a uh, light-colored roof and uh, adding some or, or changing some of the landscape elements, including the, I don't even know what you said, to native plants. To native, native plants, plants okay. yeah. Yeah, right. And you mentioned vines. Did you want to see? Yeah, if, if they could add oh. vines to discourage graffiti in, in the areas where they have room along those walls. Add vines, add vines to the uh, exterior walls to discourage the graffiti. Clarification, all walls or just the walls facing uh, the, the, the walls. south walls along the railroad? The, the perimeter walls. All, there are nine buildings. Which walls? Uh, the building EFGA2A1. Thank you. <laughs> EFGA2A1. We do have a motion. Do we have a second? I'll second. Okay. Madam Clerk, would you please call the roll? Member Cormain? Yes. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Groudon? Yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? Yes. Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries.
Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Okay, we're now moving uh, backwards. They, I think the staff. We're, uh, staff. We'll next, going to we'll address. Send it over to you. You're welcome. Uh, formal item number two, project 22-0117, AutoZone major design review located at 2610 East Main Street. Please, thank you. Uh, staff, do you have a presentation? Yes, I do. Um, so tonight we have AutoZone, um, the item continued from the August Design Review Committee. Um, again, just some context, the project site's located within the Midtown Corridors Plan on Main Street at the intersection of um, Catherine and Main across the street from Loma Vista. Some existing uh, buildings around the area include commercial, uh, medical uses, a gas station with a variety of architecture. Um, along with uh, the site's currently vacant and there's an image of the previous auto zone that once existed prior to it burning down. Some background to the project. Um, the item was first brought to DRC on August 16th. Uh, last month, and the design review committee provided comments generally, generally related to um, site plan, landscaping, some architectural details, um, and roof style. Um, there were a variety of items throughout those categories um, in which the applicant team had addressed um, uh, most of them. So the project overview Again, generally remained the same. The building location and site configuration did not change from the previous version. Um, there were additional civil and landscape changes modified around the site. The building design generally did not change. Um, the applicant will provide additional information about the items um, that DRC had recommended in August. Um, so overall, there were very minimal alterations to the design from the previous meeting. Um, again, landscaping, there were some landscaping changes to incorporate the um, triangle fingers um, and widen some planter areas and change the plant species um, throughout the site. So with that, um, staff recommends that the DRC provide um, potential conditions of approval to incorporate into the Planning Commission re resolution for anything very specific that you'd like to um, add or as you see fit. And that's staff's presentation. Thank you. Is the applicant present? And oh, yes. So the six pages that we have here, that's their submittal? Those are the revised plan sheets that they gave. Um, there's a link to the full plan set from before, so there's only those I sheets. See, I don't see that link. Where is that link? It's within the staff report. Um, so those six sheets are what were provided with the modifications. The rest of the sheets were remained unchanged. In the staff report, there's a link? Correct. Can you point me to where? Oh, I'm on the wrong project. 
We're out of order. No, the projects are out of order. Okay, so. Then. So that's not usually something that they would submit. They have to go into the. This is what was provided to staff. We were given plan sheets that were edited. So it, it, it's in there? Correct. Those are the items. So I have to go back to a previous meeting to see what they submitted, right? To see the, the additional meeting, sheets, like the elevations and the architectural details. Um, but again, as mentioned in the staff report, they were unchanged. Because they're unchanged, we go back to the same thing. Correct. So there's no change, no real changes to the building, but changes to the to the site. That's correct. Okay, thank you. Any other questions for staff? If not, uh, is the applicant present? Would like to make a presentation? Yes, they are. You come up here. Do you have plans you want to handle? Yeah, I do. Um, I was just to say good evening, Chair, and good evening. Um, I appreciate you all pushing our case back. I got stuck on the 101 freeway, um, so I do appreciate you taking us out of order. Your name? Jacob, sorry, Jacob Glaze, Kimley Horn. You're the architect of record? I am the civil engineer of record, yes, oh, sir. Okay. Yes, there. Jacob what? Jacob, sorry, Jacob Glaze, Kimley Horn. Civil engineer of record. Thank you. Um, I have your slides up, so just tell me next. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Um, again, thank you all for meeting with us. Um, went ahead and met back uh, about a month ago and took back your comments to us. Um, there's a couple things that I'm going to clarify that were mentioned in the previous presentation, but what I would like to do is just kind of go through the slides, what they were before, and what they are, are some of the plans, what they are before and what they are after. And it's going to be probably a little bit hard to see on the exact elevation that's presented in the <coughs> if, uh, I don't know how it's going to be to see. Um, but ultimately, in terms of the existing building itself, and we did also provide a, a letter because the project architect does sit out of uh, Memphis, Tennessee, so they weren't able to be here. Was this provided to you all as part of the staff report? Um, so I know um, that was requested by, by one, of the, one of you during the last meeting was to provide the architectural design intention of the site. So um, a couple items that this actually goes through, and I'm just gonna kind of go through those is again, we all saw the existing building. The existing building was a 1960s bank building with gray painted uh, brick walls. We try to keep that same exact um, style, but of course kind of reinventing it a little bit more. Um, a couple of the comments that were mentioned was provide sections. We've gone ahead and provided those sections from the storefront. I have those on my computer screen as well, which we'll get to. Um, one of the additional items was the parapet at the top of the building was to See the parapet wrapped um, inside. Actually, can you go forward two slides? 
So inside of this plan um, presented in front of you, the ch architectural elevations have changed. Um, again, we've extended the parapet. We've added a further bump out when it, in terms of the actual s the stucco bump out on the side of the wall. Um, it Can't see that. Is it in your It should plan? be on the same, the plans that you have right here too as well. Where? Oh, and I'm so sorry. Oh, I can't read that either. Sorry. A couple of the other comments that were made is um, why are the lines not vertically lining up? Um, I know that you had, uh, had made that comment as well. So we went ahead and made that modification. We also called out the exact brick or the, sorry, the exact um, block on here where we're having a vertical joint as well as a horizontal joint shown. So the plans have just been updated and cleaned up to reflect that as well. So ultimately there has been changes to the elevations per the previous, um, per the previous requests as well that we addressed again. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I also have, I don't know if you want a hard copy. Two hundred years old. This is the existing elevation in hard copy, and then that's the proposed elevation. So you can see the difference. Oh, okay. Thank that's you. That's exactly what I was sharing up on the screen. And again, if anybody else would like a copy of the existing versus the proposed, I do have that. Uh, in addition to, can I go forward a couple or forward one? In addition, a couple other comments, and again, it's a little bit harder to see than I thought it would be. Um, regards to the site plan itself. Uh, we removed one of the stalls along the along the, um, the northern side of the building. We ended up adding a landscape planner as requested. Um, the addition of curb walk-offs was also added. Um, addition of the four tree diamonds. Um, revisions to the plans to modify some of the the backflow preventers the, um, and the location of meters. The landscape fingers were also modified. If I can go ahead to the landscape slide. One, one more time. Um, and then in terms of the landscaping, remove the lantana, added additional trees to the design. So you can see the original plan had two trees and we're adding one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, um, seven additional trees to the site. Um, the additional of the, the Mexican fence posts and the cactus and I'll let Chair, um, Chair speak a little bit more about that if, you, if we need to get into that. Uh, we changed the plant size requirement. All the fern pines um, were replaced with the desert willow. We removed lantana. I know that was mentioned a couple different times. Um, we revised the cobble for crushed rock. And so again, I think there's a couple architectural items that we did and there's also some additional site items where we still kept the, the same general feel of the site while updating the landscaping and helping with some, um, some view corridors. So, those are kind of the main couple items. The one item that I don't actually have in this presentation and I'm looking at, at on my slide, I don't know if I'm able to share the actual sections. I know that was a big comment. I, I can't pull them up because it's not on. It's not on that one? Yeah. Am I allowed to turn my computer screen around or is that? If they want to look at your computer screen, sure. Okay. I just, I know that was one of the comments that Chair made as well from last time. So those are the sections of the storefront that you had asked for that weren't included in the previous design. So. Happy to answer any questions. I kind of went through that a little bit, a little bit fast. That's what I get for sitting in three hours of traffic. But um, happy to uh, dive into any of the specific elements. 
um, that you feel that weren't provided or weren't addressed in regards to the plans? Mr. Chair, may I ask a question of the sure. applicant? Why, why are all these things not part of what was submitted to staff or the city? Because these aren't, these aren't in there, so it totally conflicts now with the staff report that we have that says they weren't addressed, but then we, we're getting the paper copy that says they're addressed, but they aren't part of the notice, they aren't part of the public record, they aren't part of anything other than the meeting. And, and that, that feels awkward. So I can pull up the staff report, at least the copy that I have for the staff report talks about, and I haven't, if, if you could go, th I mean, I hear uh, you. It, it, is right. that, is so, that correct? Because I, when I looking at looking at this now is different than what I looked at when I got the when I when I looked at it. Correct. So the the items that were provided to us um, were just the site plan changes, and we posted the packet, and I believe those were probably submitted subsequently. Um, I'm not sure when the project planner received or if they received the other stuff. Um, as noted, he's out of the office, I was out of the office, I'm not sure, but we did get these relatively late, which is why they're, it's really just staff communicating the changes that they did make. Um, if they wanted to discuss any other items and say that they did address DRC's comments, that's on you guys too, if you are okay with verbally hearing the changes that they made and looking at what he did provide, um, you can move it forward like that um, as well. How do we capture these drawings into the official record since you don't have any copies of it? Uh, sure, I can attach them as a, um, a supplemental to, to the packet and have them online. And if I could jump in for one second, they were provided on that PowerPoint presentation that staff also does have a copy. I know you got that today, I think. The PowerPoint presentation that you are sharing, that includes all the plan. I mean, you can see the difference between the, pl the previous plans and the new plans. I think it goes out to the public 72 hours before, but I could be corrected or something like that. So that's not fair to the Right, to the so the initial really. posting has to go out 72 hours before, but you can add supplemental with additional information at now. any time. Right. Correct. Yeah. Again, that, and that was the PowerPoint, but the actual plans were submitted well prior to today, and 72 hours, yes. Even if, yeah, so it's... We're on the same, we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Is the uh, landscape architect here today, or...? The landscape architect is not here. They oh, okay. I, I just had some questions on the... I was kind of having a hard time making out some of the symbols here. I don't know if you've... If that was gone over with you. I'm happy to address what I can. Um, okay. If you have any questions regarding that, I can. Or, or here, how about this? Is is this um, was it the typically a lot of times on these kind of parking spaces you want to have like a like a two and a half foot overhang? Was was that considered um, for the when you guys chose your your plants along the um, at the the top of the parking bays? The. The, plan, the intention would be, and Chair, Chair, the intention would be is that the plants would be centered um, as much on the, the islands as possible, but also, yes, that there would be parking, that there would be an extent there. Um, the stalls are also longer than the usual 18-foot <coughs> stall, so they do have that 20-foot stall depth, so that was taken in consideration as well. 
Okay, yeah, that's in that, yeah, because you don't have the stops or anything. So again, it's the curb, but accommodating larger vehicles. Gotcha. Is there a revised roof plan? Chair, the roof plan wasn't submitted back um, as part of the as part of it. We did provide the updated elevations that showed the the revised parapets going around the building, so that way you could see where everything was completely um, encased. We do have the the HVAC units modeled. This is the old plan, but modeled on the revised elevation sheet. Um, and you can see those faded away, so we wanted to make sure that those were, were definitively conforming. So we do have the HVAC units dashed on the plan to show that the entire area is screened. And then we also have the architect provide us the, the building sections as well. And then I, I know one of your comments from last time is that you were, I think you were all confused, is that the joints lines weren't, it wasn't clean. Um, and it showed just like these joints necessarily weren't lining up. Sorry, I'm not talking microphone. That those joints weren't lining up there, but also that the downspouts, so all the joints have been lined up. Uh, we've added the notation on the vertical and the horizontal on the back, so that way you can see how the, the block is going to, uh, to align in other items. Is the dark gray material block or brick? It's block. It's block. And you said that in your in your report that the building was primarily brick, but it, that's not correct. The previous bank building, based on the, the records that we have, was um, was a gray brick painted block walls. Or right. was gray. One gray. one small portion, but it was mostly a board in place, um, uh, board formed or not board formed, uh, plywood formed, uh, concrete. If you look at if you look at the Google Maps of the old building, you can see what it was. And while the uh, roof drainage is concealed, that was know. one of the comments, yes, sir, Chair. Um, Chairman, uh, that has been addressed. And on your parking lot side, there's a, there's a gap in the parapet. I assume that's for roof access. Uh, there is a gap on the parapet that would be located on the southern side of the building, so not facing the uh, the restaurant, but facing the rear of the site. And yes, that would be a gap for um, for access to the HVAC units, but also requirement as part of the the fire access to the entire roof. And you're not putting a roof ladder on there, or anything? Uh, internal. Other questions of the applicant? If uh, not, I'm going to uh, open it to the public. Do we have anybody which wishes, wishes to speak on this? We have no public comment on this item. Okay, then I'm going to close the public comment. Um, okay, then we're in uh, a deliberation phase at this point.
I, I could start on the landscape while you guys are thinking. Yes, please. Um, I can start out right on the landscape uh, if no one's jumping in. Um, I, 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 I want to say this is a huge improvement from what you guys had before, and so I, I really appreciate what, what you guys have done here. Um, the fact that we have more trees now, and I think it's starting to speak more to the adjacent uh, landscape, especially in that kind of green, um, kind of native-y parking area uh, right to the to the uh, kind of north, uh, excuse me, south of, of, of the property. Um, I do have some comments, though. Um, I, I see how you have these chitalpas are, are the only tree species, and I think that could still work, but I, I think you, you have four larger planters on the corners there that are at least, what, eight feet wide or so, or something like that. I, th I think there's an opportunity to have a bigger tree there. Um, something just comes to mind, Arbutus marina, which it's a hybrid native. I think that would look good with this building, the red bark, um, the flowers, and then, or an island oak. This is a native island oak, it's just another option. Um, those would be bigger trees and, and uh, kind of break it up a little bit. Um, the other point is the little planters where you have the triangular planters on on the left side and then on the bottom side of you know the building foundation. Um, considering the overhang and that you would have with your car, your vehicle, I, I see it all the time. Where are are those trees going to get? I mean, excuse me, are those plant material? Gonna is that enough clearance? You might be better served with something lower there. Okay, we're done with well, the questions. Yeah, shouldn't be having a dialogue at this just, point. Just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the same thing goes on the rear portion of that planter. You have like I think these are two agave blue glows, and then you, it looks like barrel cactus. I'm assuming, and it just looks a little spotty. I think I'd just kind of clean that up there. And again, be cognizant of are these vehicles going to be able to, because they're going to smash into that, as we know, people with the big trucks coming in here. Um, so just I, I would ask that to be considered. And the other thing is um, green sphere. I, I love that plant, but it's very difficult to find. If you guys do find a good source of it, let me know. Um, you, another alternative to that could be Arctostaphylus Sunset, which is more readily available. Other than that, it, it's looking great. Thank you. Any comments on the architecture? See those details? Uh, on the computer? I will then. So earlier, a couple of days ago, whenever it was, I first looked at this project, I was super frustrated because it looked like just basically 
most of it wasn't um, addressed. But a lot of them are addressed. We've got the you know, like the downspouts, the the lines. They make sense. They. I still don't know what's happening with the the block, but that's okay. Um, and I think that, that that actually works. It works pretty pretty okay with with what was what was there in respect to what was there. It's not a concrete building, which I understand their cost is uh, back then. It was probably feasible, um, but I think that for the most part, with with uh, Jack's uh, committee member Kiesel's comments, work for me. Um, and I think that as long as we can make sure that these somehow get into the record, uh, I find it odd that they aren't in the the project package, um, and we're having to look at them kind of on the fly, which I suppose we should anyways. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm. And also, the, those sections should be somehow put into the to the package as well. And with that, if, if all this stuff is, is put into um, somehow, I, I don't know, I'll let you guys figure out how that works, but put into, put into um, the record that that's what they're going to do, then I'm, I think I'm, I'm pretty supportive of it. You would move it forward based on the comments that we've received? On based on the drawings that we have received tonight versus what was in the staff report, yes. And in addition to any comments, member Kiesel might want to put into the motion. Correct. I think that uh, for me, a lot of the my comments as far as building wise have been addressed within the sections and the and the elevations. Is there anything you'd want to have in an official uh, motion that? You'd yeah. That. Um, okay, wait, is somebody making a motion? No, there's no motion. No motion. Okay, well, let's, Not when you do one. make the motion, please speak exactly how, as you want it. It was hard for me when you just I'll said stop. include landscape comments because I have to go through the whole deliberation to see what your comments are. Yeah, so, I appreciate that. Like, okay. regular, and I, I, I appreciate that, and we'll uh, try and make that more clear when we're being esoteric. Thank you. And speaking into the mic, thank you. I'm sorry. To make a motion? No, there's no motion. Oh, I don't. I'm we're waiting sorry. for you to. We're waiting for you. No, I. I think they, <laughs> they addressed everything that. Eventually got the information. I'll just put it. Okay, I'll make the motion um, that we um, approve the project. It could move on to wherever that is. <laughs> we, we don't know anymore. <laughs> to the next stage. Um, but with making sure that this packet that we got here today that was not part of the public record is is now in included and um, as far as the landscape goes I mentioned those four planters I'd like to see a larger uh, canopy tree such as Arbutus marina or island oak and that they 
reconsider some of the plants in those foundation planters right next to the parking so that there's enough room for cars to overhang and maybe simplify a little bit. Some of those spiky plants might be an issue. That would be a comment. And that's it. That's part of your motion, spiky plants? I can't say spiky. What's wrong? Is that too technical? Not clear. Just can you say it's bad feng shui? I'm gonna put spiky things in the motion. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. Keep the spiky. Keep it spiky. <laughs> they, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm going to put that, too. Okay, the right. applicant knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> um, I, and that's it. We have two motion? Not here. Yeah. We need a second. Come on, anyone. Second. All right. Was that a second? Yes, second. So, so the motion is saying that we're going to approve it to the, to the appropriate body not not to the planning commission is that what we're going to say <laughs> yeah to the it next. says planning commission in the in the recommendation I mean, is, is it okay to say that now it, of course it is okay we <laughs> could we could say that okay to the planning commission yeah. member cormain yes member kiesel yes member Groudon? yes Ooh. vice chair thomasello no Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries. Okay, thank you. Now I guess we're back to item number okay. four. Oh, oh, oh. You need a break? No, I don't. Yeah, that's why I made, made that picture. Okay. Good? Well, we're, we already voted, so I'm done, but okay. I had, I... It's too late. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. All right, so we're uh, now at item number four, revised motion for project 22-0194, Ocean Avenue Apartments, design review located at 1829 Ocean Avenue. How do we handle this from this point on? Sorry, what was that? Um, Outside of that staff communication, which we've already resolved in item number one, um, we will have design review committee meeting in October. October 18th, we do have a few items for you. And no additional staff communication this point? No, not tonight. Thank you. I'm going to adjourn the meeting. Thank you. Adjourn. Thank you. It's nice with the uh, holders. They're the same view. We're standing yeah. there. Yeah. Right. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. But not for you. Like that's fucked up. Uh, We're off record, right? Yeah, but that's. How are you supposed to do a proper staff report without information? And why do we accept that? We're off record now, right? To move it forward. Um, just to move it, it forward. Moving,
So they could have sent you in some pictures of some clowns. I 